It is the morning news feed post game on WMAY. Mike Wimacher with you and very excited for our next guest. You know her as a judge and top chef, host of Top Chef Amateurs, food writer, and overall just delight. It's Gail Simmons. Gail, welcome to the program. Hi, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. So I have to ask you, I've been a Top Chef fan for years. When you first started on the program, did you ever envision you would be 18 seasons into it and now hosting your own kind of offshoot of the program, Top Chef Amateurs? I mean, I wouldn't have even thought that it would get a second season. I, I can't even tell you what an amazing journey this has been for me and for my co-host on Top Chef over 15 years of making this show. I remember so clearly, first day, first episode, 2005, I'm in San Francisco, and I sit down next to Tom Colicchio, who's our head judge, who I knew but didn't know very well at the time. And we looked at each other, crossed our fingers, and we're like, let's just hope for the best, and let's hope that our industry doesn't sort of, like, laugh at us and turn the television off. And if you had asked me then, I would never have believed you that 15 years later we'd still be making the show, and we would not only be changing the lives of so many young, talented Mm -hmm. chefs in America, but that we would then get to bring it to home cooks to come into the Top Chef kitchen and do the same. That's the beauty of the new show you have, Top Chef Amateurs. What has been the response when those amateur home chefs walk onto the set? Because it's vastly different from watching a television to being in it. What has been the reaction of some of the contestants you've had on the show? I mean, I think they've been blown away. This is the thing. Top Chef Amateurs is totally different than Top Chef. Top Chef itself has always been about professionals at the highest level, like chefs who've been cooking the whole lives it is their livelihood it's what they do every single day and so you know it's a totally different challenge top chef amateurs is for us the first time allowing home cooks these are people who are in completely different jobs they come home after a long day of work as an architect as an accountant or a teacher or a stay-at-home mom and they love to cook for their family and friends and so the fact that we then have taken them, some of the best home cooks we could find, uh, who happen to be mega fans of the show, bring them into the Top Chef kitchen and let them run wild, give them a challenge that's based on a classic Top Chef challenge and see what they can do. It's thrilling for them. But they quickly realize that that kitchen is bigger, more powerful, and more difficult than anything they could ever realize. And by the way, our regular Top Chefs say the same thing too. It's not easy for them. So you can imagine what it's like for a home cook. But we definitely give the home cooks a little more support. We bring in alumni, you know, all-stars, fan favorites, and winners from past years. And each one of our home cooks is an assigned a an all-star sous chef to guide them and mentor them through the challenge to make sure that they have a little more sort of like cheerleading and support to get them through. And they do great things. I was going to say, I can imagine, though, for some that, that you know, that's that's helpful, that's nice that you're getting a, a past contestant, but it may become even more awestruck and be like, I can't I can't tell one of the Voltagios what to do. I'm not going to tell them how to stir that right or make my casserole. <laughs> it's totally true. That's kind of the best part is seeing the dynamic between the all-star and the home cook because some of them just freak out. Like when Richard Blaze walks into the oh, room God, yeah. and they're stooch, like they're all the, the home cook just loses their mind and they're so nervous. I'm like, how am I going to do this with them? But they also still learn that they're there to help them. And it's not about bossing them around. It's about 
getting their advice yeah. and, and really being a team together and having that opportunity to have someone like Richard or Dale Talde or Melissa King or Tiffany Deary help you cook. I mean, I think they just, by the end, are like best buddies. It's a, it's a bonding experience. And it also gives them so much more knowledge to get better food on the, on the plate. So it's, it's pretty lovely to see how they work together, although there's some pretty funny moments where you do see one of the home cooks just being like, you know, go get me more cilantro. And that's pretty great to see our, our, you know, our mega star top chefs get bossed around a little. Exactly. A humbling experience for them. We're talking with Gail Simmons. You know her as a judge yes. from Top Chef, the host of uh, Top Chef Amateurs on Bravo. One of the notes I read about this program, which is, you know, not only what you're doing for the home chefs, but this is the first Top Chef show to have an all-female production head team. What does that mean to you? It means everything to me. It was very special. I mean, Top Chef over the years has always had a really strong team of producers in general. I love our crew. Many of our crew have been with us for 12, 13 years, and they're really like family. We've always had strong female producers. Our showrunner has always been a woman. But this is the first time that the host is a woman, me, and not, you know, not with a co-host. Our 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 producers, our executive showrunners right. who run the day-to-day of our show are all women. And then our director for the first time ever on the show oh, is wow. a woman. And she was a camera operator with us for years. You know, she's been she has shot so much of our show behind the camera. Uh, she went on to direct Last Chance Kitchen, which is our digital series yeah. that Tom Colicchio hosts. And then she became the full director of this show, and she's amazing. She's a good friend and someone I admire, and I'm just so happy that we all work together. You know, our, our showrunners, too, um, our co-executive producers, um, Zoe Jackson, Cass Sullivan, they're, like, amazing women who I've worked with for so many years, and just watching them thrive and get promoted into these positions to really run the show, literally run the show, is great to see. You were born and raised in Canada. I do have to ask you, I know we're running short on time, but what's up with poutine? And when does it stop becoming poutine? Because I go to I go to Disney from time to time, and they have, like, lobster poutine. Not buff- poutine. I'm telling you right there. Yep, not poutine. Okay. so it's poutine. Funny, you're the second person to ask me that today. <laughs> and so it's just straight. Here's the thing. It's- poutine is like a late-night, drunken, okay. delicious. Okay junk food. It's a fast food junk food that I ate, you know, all through my high school and college years, preferably at 2 a.m. after several drinks, you know, in Montreal. I went to college in Montreal. Poutine is traditionally a food from Quebec. It's a French Canadian junk food dish, kind of comfort food junk food dish that has now proliferated all over Canada. But I hate when people in this country try to fuss it up. Like, I don't want it with lobster and venison gravy and foie gras. No way. Also, you know what the major mistake is? I have opinions about this clearly. Yes. Um, I want to hear it. My big mistake is that, okay, poutine is traditionally French fries with gravy and cheese Cheese curd. curd. But real cheese curds, not shredded cheese, not cheddar cheese. And no curd. And no tater tots. That's not poo. I've seen people try to throw the tater tots. No, not tater tots. No, no. Come on, guys. But my biggest pet peeve is when people use like grated cheddar or grated cheese on top. The whole point of it is the curds, you know. You got to get the the squeak. cheese curd after it's been separated from the whey. That's the squeak, exactly. You want the squeaky cheese curd. It's the best. All right. I'm glad we got the. And what, and what, what is the best alcohol to pair with my poutine? 
Is it beer or what? What's the best thing to go yeah. about? I mean, yeah, beer, beer is pretty great. I mean, okay. usually you're eating the poutine after the drink. Okay, you know gotcha, I mean? gotcha. You're stumbling home from the bar. <laughs> oh, good to know. So poutine is Canada's Denny's. That's what I that that that's what that's what I'm taking away, or or Waffle yeah, House. It's like the Waffle House don't, smothered. Don't try to make it fancy. Yeah, <laughs> it is kind of like the smothered covered Waffle House. Nice. It, it is. That is exactly right. Thank you, and you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you very much, Gail Simmons. Best of luck with the show going forward. A pleasure, and can't wait to have you back in the program. I'd, I'd be able to talk to you for hours and hours. Thank you so much. It's great to talk to you too. Thank you very much.